Nouns and verbs. If you've been following along, if you saw the previous videos in this series, you know there might be six parts of speech, but two of them stand apart. Nouns and verbs. This world of ours is made of a bunch of nouns doing a bunch of verbs to a bunch of nouns. All the other parts of speech are just there to tell us more about the nouns and verbs. In the last video, we talked about nouns, and I pointed out that really, it's all about the nouns. Because even the verbs are just there to tell us more about the nouns. The verbs tell us what the nouns do. And that's true. But without verbs, the nouns would just sit there all day doing nothing. Oh wait, sitting and doing are both verbs. And actually, when you think about it, even when a noun isn't doing any other verb, it's still being, which is a verb, whatever it is. Is that where the term human being comes from? It's impossible for us to do nothing, as human beings were always, at the very least, being human. Was that too out there? I don't care. In this video, we're going to talk about the second most important part of speech, but only second by a hair. In this video, we're going to talk about verbs. Hola, soy Jordan, and this is a Spanish quickie. Fast, easy Spanish lessons and English lessons from somebody who speaks your language. Before we get started, this is the third video in an eight-part series of videos about the six parts of speech. It's like a little mini-course about how English works. Knowing how English really works makes learning Spanish a lot easier. If you haven't seen the previous videos, go back and watch those. You'll get way more out of these videos if you watch them all and if you watch them in order. Links to the previous videos and everything else I mentioned in this video are below this video or in the first comment. Now, we all know what verbs are. A verb is a word that represents an action. A verb is a word in a sentence that represents an action in reality. Nouns are thing words, verbs are action words. But there are still a few things regarding verbs that we need to discuss before we move on to the other parts of speech. Stuff I wish I knew when I started learning Spanish. We're going to talk about what the infinitive is and what conjugation is, then we're going to go over the five forms of a verb, four of which aren't really verbs. That's the main takeaway of this video, actually. Lots of words that we think are verbs are aren't really verbs. They don't represent actions. First, though, the infinitive and conjugation, two terms my high school Spanish teacher used incessantly the first day of Spanish 1, as if I knew what they meant. I didn't know what they meant. You know how we say, I buy, you buy, but then he buys? It goes from buy to buys? That's verb conjugation. Verb conjugation is when we modify a verb to match the subject according to these patterns we have memorized from who knows where. And we have a different pattern memorized for every verb in each tense. In the present, tense, we say I buy, you buy, he buys, she buys, it buys, they buy, singular, we buy, you buy, plural, and they buy. We went over all this in the last video, but in the last video, our focus was on the subject pronouns, I, you, he, she, it. Now our focus is on the verb part. So in the present tense, regardless of who or what the subject is, we always say buy or buys. The words buy and buys are two different conjugations of the same verb, and that same verb is to buy. To buy is called the infinitive form of the verb, or just the infinitive. I look at the infinitive form of a verb as the original form of the verb, like it still has infinite possibilities because it hasn't been conjugated yet. So in English, the infinitive form of the verb is formed by combining the word to, T-O, and what I call the verb root. In this case, we combine the word to with the verb root by, giving us to buy, the infinitive form of the verb. Then, going the other way, to conjugate the infinitive form 
form of a verb, we remove the word to and modify the verb root to match the subject, according to the patterns we have in our heads for each tense. Bottom line, the words buy and buys are two different conjugations of the same verb, to buy, and to buy is the infinitive form of the verb. You with me? Now I gotta say, the verb root is referred to differently by different people. You can call it whatever you want, I just choose to call it the verb root. It doesn't matter though, as long as we both know what the other person is talking about. Now let's put those present tense conjugations of to buy on the chart. If you've never seen this chart or don't understand what I'm talking about here, you need to go back and watch the previous video. In the previous video, we used this chart to organize the subject pronouns. Singular subject pronouns go on the left side, plural subject pronouns go on the right side. Then, first person subject pronouns in the first row, second person in the second row, and third person in the third row. This time, since we're going to use this chart to organize the present tense conjugations of to buy, we're going to move the subject pronouns to the side of the chart. So the subject pronouns are basically serving as our labels now. I like to put the infinitive form of the verb at the top of the chart. So let's put to buy up here at the top. Then the conjugations for singular subjects go on the left side. We say I buy, so buy goes in this first box on the left side. We say you buy, so buy also goes in the second box. And we say he buys, she buys, and it buys, so buys goes in the third box. We'll talk about singular they in a second. Then the conjugations for plural subjects go on the right side. We say we buy, so buy goes in the first box on the right side. We say you buy, plural, like you both buy, you all buy, you all buy, or you guys buy, so buy goes in the second box. Then last one, we say they buy, so buy goes in the third box. Going back to singular they for a second, singular they gets matched with buy, just like plural they does, even though he, she, and it gets matched with buys. So it's he buys, she buys, it buys, but then they buy, even when they only represents one person or one thing. And even though in the same situation, the word they can represent the same single person or thing as he, she, or it represents. What can I say? It's a language thing. To make things easier and clearer for the rest of this series and the next, we're going to ignore singular they. It works the same way every time. I only brought it up in the previous video so you know it's out there. Now that you know, we can pretend it doesn't exist. So here you go. These are the present tense conjugations of to buy. It's buy or buys every time. In English, we don't conjugate our verbs very much. In Spanish, they do though. In Spanish, they conjugate their verbs a lot more than we do. That's why this is important. That's why we're taking the time to go over all this. If this were the chart for the present tense conjugations of to buy in Spanish, each of these boxes would contain a unique word. In English, in the present tense, we have two different conjugations of to buy. In Spanish, they have six different conjugations of to buy. If you've ever heard about the horrors of Spanish verb conjugation, this is why. We're not going to go over all the different verb tenses in this video. We'll do that in the next series working together. But right now, I do want to go over the past tense. In English, we tend to conjugate even less in the past tense than we do in the present tense. In the past tense, for the verb to buy, we say, I bought, you bought, he, she, it bought, we bought, you bought, plural, and they bought. These are the past tense conjugations of to buy. It's bought every time. So in English, in the past tense, there's only one conjugation of to buy. But in Spanish, there are 11 different conjugations of to buy in the past tense. Yes, 11. Because in Spanish, there are two different past tenses. In one of the Spanish past tenses, there are six different conjugations of to buy. In the other Spanish past tense, there are five different conjugations of to buy. That's 11 total. I've always been pretty good at math. Again, that's why we're talking about all this. Understanding what the infinitive in conjugation is and what it looks like in English makes grasping verb conjugation in Spanish so much easier. Cool? The specific conjugation pattern can change from verb to verb. The number of unique conjugations in each tense can change from verb to verb. But in general, 
general, that's how verb conjugation works. Let's move on now to the five forms of a verb. We've actually already discussed three of them in this video. We've already talked about the infinitive form, the verb root, and the conjugated form. So when I say there are five forms of a verb, I'm counting all of a verb's different conjugations as one form, the conjugated form. There's the infinitive form, the verb root, and the conjugated form. It'll be much easier to show you the other two forms, though, with a different verb. So let's work with to eat for now, then we'll come back to to buy in a couple minutes. In the present tense, we say I eat, you eat, he, she, it eats, we eat, you eat, plural, and they eat. In the present tense, it's eat or eats every time. Then in the past tense, we say I ate, you ate, he, she, it ate, we ate, you ate, plural, and they ate. In the past tense, it's ate every time. So the infinitive form of the verb is to eat. The verb root is just eat. Then the conjugated form is all of these verb conjugations. That's three of the five forms. The fourth form is the ing form. The ing form of to eat is eating. See why I call it the ing form? Obviously, that's just what I call it. Officially, there's no officially. The ing form is called a present participle or a gerund, but I don't like those terms. I can't tell you how many times I've stood there while two people argued over what the ing form is called. Uh, it's called the ing form? To avoid such nonsense, I've placed the terms present participle and gerund on the banned nomenclature list, which you'll find as a separate section in the Spanish Jude Glossary, which you can download under this video or in the first comment. But round these parts, the word eating is called the ing form of to eat. The term past participle is fine though. The past participle is the fifth and final form of a verb. The past participle of to eat is eaten. I won't say that I love the term past participle, but it doesn't confuse us or cause fights, and I don't have anything better to call them. So past participle it is. That's all five forms right there. The infinitive form, the verb root, the conjugated form, the ing form, and the past participle. The reason this matters is, when a sentence confuses us, to figure out what's going on, we need to determine how many clauses that sentence contains. We'll talk about this a lot more in the next series working together, but to determine how many clauses a sentence contains, we need to count the verbs. And as I said at the beginning of this video, lots of words that we think are verbs aren't really verbs. The only words in a sentence that count as a verb are the only words that truly represent an action in reality, the conjugated verbs. The conjugated form of a verb counts as a verb, but none of the other five forms of a verb count as a verb. The infinitive form doesn't count as a verb, the verb root doesn't count as a verb, the ing form doesn't count as a verb, the past participle doesn't count as a verb. Only the conjugated form counts as a verb because only conjugated verbs truly represent an action in reality. For example, Jimmy bought the shoes for running. In this sentence, the word bought is a past tense conjugation of to buy, and the word running is the ing form of to run. But this sentence only contains one verb. The word bought is the only verb in this example. Even though the word running has that verb vibe going on, it's not a verb. What does Jimmy bought shoes for running really mean? It means Jimmy bought shoes for the act of running, right? Or Jimmy bought shoes for the purpose of running? Either way, running is a noun here. It represents a thing. Running represents either the act of running or the purpose of running, which are phrases serving as nouns. Do you feel how the ing form of the verb doesn't represent an action in reality? It represents a noun? It represents a very action-y noun, but it's still just a noun. Only conjugated verbs count as verbs because only conjugated verbs represent an action in reality. The problem is, in English, for various reasons, identifying the conjugated verbs in a sentence is sometimes trickier than you'd think it would be. Like with the verb to eat. The word eat is a present tense conjugation of to eat, but the word eat is also the verb 
verb root of to eat. When eat is a conjugation of to eat, it counts as a verb. When eat is the verb root of to eat, it doesn't count as a verb. But how are we supposed to know when eat is a conjugation and when eat is a verb root? That's the problem. At least with to eat though, the overlap ends there. But going back to the verb to buy now, it's got the same overlap as to eat does and then some. The word buy is a present tense conjugation of to buy, but the word buy is also the verb root of to buy. When buy is a conjugation of to buy, it counts as a verb. When buy is the verb root of to buy, it doesn't count as a verb. Then the ing form of to buy is buying, and the past participle of to buy is bought. But that means the word bought is a past tense conjugation of to buy and the past participle of to buy. When bought is a conjugation, it counts as a verb. When bought is a past participle, it doesn't count as a verb. But how are we supposed to know when buy is a conjugation and when it's a verb root, or when bought is a conjugation and when it's a past participle? Again, that's the problem. That's the bad news. But now I have two pieces of good news for you. First, this is not a problem in Spanish. In Spanish, it's usually quite easy to pick out the conjugated verbs. There's almost no overlap in Spanish between a verb's conjugations and its other forms, which means in Spanish, determining how many clauses a sentence contains is much easier. Second, in English, the solution to this problem is pretty easy. You just gotta know what to look for, which I'll show you in the coming videos and really in the next series when we go over all the different verb tenses and get to some more complicated examples. The point in this video was simply to put this situation on your radar. That's all I want to tell you about verbs for now. There are these things called auxiliary verbs, or as I call them, helper verbs, that don't have five forms. There are just a handful of them though. Helper verbs is another topic we'll cover in the next series when we hit all the different verb tenses. And I should probably mention, in Spanish, there are only four forms of a verb. In Spanish, there's the infinitive form, the conjugated form, the ing form, and the past participle. No verb root. They do have a verb root or verb stem in Spanish, but it's not the same. The verb root or verb stem in Spanish can't be used by itself in a sentence like the verb root in English can. Don't forget, we're going through all this trouble in the first place. We're taking the time to learn how English really works because it makes learning Spanish so much easier. This series of videos is about the six parts of speech. The next series is about how all the parts of speech work together. Then my premium course, Logical Spanish, picks up where these two series leave off. In Logical Spanish, there's not just one video about verbs. There are multiple modules about verbs. We have way more ground to cover in Spanish. We go over all the same stuff that we went over in this video, but in Spanish. Plus, I give you word lists with the most common verbs and practice worksheets so you can, well, so you can practice. Logical Spanish is my most comprehensive course. Get all the details at SpanishDude.com logical. In the next video, we're talking about adjectives. It's funny, we have the opposite problem with adjectives that we have with verbs. There are tons of words out there that are adjectives that we don't think of as adjectives. You'll see what I mean in the next video. If you're watching this on YouTube right now but aren't subscribed, what are you waiting for? Hit the subscribe button. But really, the only way to make sure you don't miss future videos is to sign up for the Spanish Dude newsletter at SpanishDude.com newsletter. Not only will I send you an email when I post a new video, but subscribers to the Spanish Dude newsletter get private videos and special deals that non-subscribers just don't get. That's SpanishDude.com newsletter. Okay, remember, the infinitive form of a verb in English is the word to, T-O, plus the verb root. Conjugation is when we modify a verb to match the subject, and there's a different pattern for each tense. In English, there are five forms of a verb, the infinitive form, the verb root, the conjugated form, the ing form, and the past participle, but only one of them, the conjugated form, truly represents an action, so only conjugated verbs actually count as verbs. Now get out of here, then I'll see you next time. Hasta luego. Adios, amigo.